Adam Epstein. What could go wrong in Washington will go wrong. It's Murphy's Law of Washington. Noon to 3 every day on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan. The offense is going to be putting up 35 points a game. The defense is going to be giving up 36. I just know it in my blood. The offense is going to be top 5. The defense is going to be bottom 5. Team's going to be 500. Now at 105.1 FM. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM. Man, what a weekend. Went out Friday night with the boys. Had to check out River City Roll. They had an awesome band performing. And then, of course, I was back there Saturday all day for football festival. And I want all my listeners to know they should head back to River City Roll this Saturday. They're putting on their own awesome event, and they've got a, some really cool bands there at River City Roll this upcoming Saturday. So late night Saturday, I mean, I, I mentioned, Zach, we went to all these different after parties and stuff. Yeah. We showed up at my place at like 2 a.m., and we were like, we need to put on a movie, right, to kind of wind down and pass out. We were like, what's the ultimate bro movie? And so we were thinking back, and I was with my boy Kevin, who was my roommate at VCU, and we became best friends because of our love for the HBO show Entourage. So we threw on the Entourage movie oh, did you? late last night, Saturday. It still hits, dude. <laughs> it's so good. The, have you seen every episode of Entourage? No. Oh, really? No. Oh, you got to add it to your queue, man. Really? Yeah. You've is, got a little Johnny drama in you. Is it on? <laughs> <laughs> is it on Netflix now? No, it's on HBO Max. Okay. But I, I hooked you with the credentials. Yes, so you, you don't. Did. You don't got any excuses. No, I'm paying we're for that now. No, but we're trying to kick Greg Henson off. And get you on. I never got on that one because all of a sudden it popped up. One of my kids did something on Hulu. <laughs> and that's how I got into GOT. So the big story on Netflix today is that you thought Thor was done with Love and Thunder. No, 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 not so fast. Thor 5 confirmed and currently in development. That's the lead story on Netflix. Netflix. The best of streaming services. TV, movies, books, podcasts, and more. We've got you covered on Netflix. All right, Zach, let's go through the Thor movies, okay? Because Thor originally came out in 2011, and I think that was a smash solo. I mean, Natalie Portman, Hemsworth. Uh, I wonder, I think Loki was, like, slightly in the first one, but it was just, it was just the ultimate hit in 2011 when it came out, and it was a big part of Marvel being... Uh, like the go-to in the end of DC universe. And that got a 7.0 on IMDb. Then you had Thor The Dark World in 2013. And I kind of felt like Thor fell off with Thor The Dark World, the second one. Oh, really? The ratings uh, tend to agree. It was given a 6.8 on IMDb and a 66 on Rotten Tomatoes. And of course, Natalie Portman was still in this movie. Uh, but it was more about low-key and it was more about the dark world than thor coming to america then you have thor ragnarok one of my favorite mcu movie mcu movies of all time yeah that was a huge hit you had a hulk and, that's and thor that's when he took that's over, when right? taika waititi took over of course carl urban was in it as the executioner you know jeff goldblum was awesome as the grandmaster and you had thor versus hulk and also they introduced valkyrie played by mm, tessa thompson yes right and the cool thing about that was the events of Thor Ragnarok ended right when 
uh, Avengers Infinity War began, right? They escaped Thor Ragnarok, they killed Thor's sister, but then here comes Thanos, right? That's the teaser. Then last year you had Thor Love and Thunder. Personally, I thought it was a complete dud. That's they, your least favorite. My least favorite Thor movie. I just, I thought it was awful. I mean, they brought back Natalie Portman, but it was kind of trying to be, you know, uh, a romance movie, but also like a rom-com. I didn't think it was that funny. Taika Waititi took a step back, in my opinion, on this film with his directing style. And Christian Bale was Gore the God, and he was, like, super skinny and all gray and silver. He was creepy. And he was, he was creepy. Yeah, yeah, he didn't scare me. I think what's me. making you uncomfortable is the naked Chris Hemsworth. It's just oh, was shaming he, all dudes. Was he naked in that yeah. movie? Well, he was Was he wearing the fat suit also at times? No, that's the uh, was that, Avengers. That was the Avengers. No, yeah. I just, I remember, because Thor Love and Thunder, I was pumped. came out July 8th, 2022. And I remember my friends wanted to see it the night it came out. I said, I'm going to wait for it to come out on Disney+. And I was bored when it came out on Disney+. Plus. Wow. But here's why I'm excited. It appears that the general disappointment, oh, they agree with me from Lights, Camera, and Barstool, the general disappointment that came along with the fourth entry into Marvel's Thor series, Love and Thunder, wasn't it enough to stop Marvel from making more? The studio confirmed today that Thor 5 is currently in development and director Taika Waititi is back to once again hold the reins. Hopefully, they've learned from the success of Guardians of the Galaxy and will be able to help Marvel regain the mojo that they've struggled to find since Tony Stark died at the end of Avengers Endgame. I didn't like the last Guardians of the Galaxy. I thought that was crap. <laughs> I didn't either. I didn't either. What are they talking about? Now, I, some of my friends did like it. I think it came down to whether or not you really like Rocket Raccoon. And I thought I liked him until they gave him 90 minutes. You know? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> like, so I was over it. Um, but I'm kind of pumped up for Thor 5 because, like I said. I'll watch all of them. They're... The, the odd my movies overall. Well, the odd movies have earned my my trust. Thor one was great. Thor three, you get Thor versus Hulk. Now Thor five, I'm all in on the odd Thor movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, here we also wanted well, to get. How are they to, doing that with the strike? I have no idea. That didn't make sense to me. Like, how are they currently under development? Maybe they've got everybody CGI'd and they'll just do it. Maybe take Taika Waititi's like, you know what? I'm Australian. You know, the strike's only going on in America. Rules you know, are different down here. Yeah, let's go down under. We'll film the whole thing. <laughs> Have you ever seen his best movie is Hunt for the uh, Wilder People? No. It is. Check it out. Oh, okay. you know what? You don't have Netflix. You're screwed, man. <laughs> I had watched all of Netflix, and now <laughs> I'm, I've been out for, like, I don't know, six months. Yeah, it's, that's, a, that's a high thing to claim. Like, you're, you're claiming that you watch so much Netflix that they said, instead of setting, uh, saying, are you still watching? They said, no, you've reached the end. <laughs> <laughs> you've watched everything. There's nothing else. You made it to the bottom of the barrel. Once I get to Game of Thrones, then I'll reevaluate my Netflix. Oh, where situation. are you at with Game of Thrones? I'm in the uh, middle of season five. Uh, all right, so now we can bring up my take, which Cake said on the Junkies, that his son told him that after season three, it goes downhill. And I said, that's crap. Do you agree? Seasons yes, four and I five. Agree. I agree. I mean, Four is, is ridiculous. Yeah. And now five, it's okay. She's uh, the breaker of chains, mother <laughs> of dragons, doesn't control the dragons anymore. Oh. It's very problematic. Yeah. <laughs> they're just burning everyone. <laughs> yeah. They're like eating goats. They're, they're, you know? they're murdering three-year-old girls. Yeah, I know. They're just frying them. They, they don't care. Yeah, yeah, they really don't. You got grayscale, done with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
All right, last thing we wanted to get to on Netflix today is that Barbie has been toppled at the box office. The new lead, Blue Beetle, takes the top spot in North America, making $24.5 million over the weekend. Barbie came in second, still made $21 million, double Oppenheimer at 10.6. But I'm cool about Blue Beetle because I saw an interview, James Gunn said, it's the best movie of all time. It does signal that James Gunn has officially taken over the DC Cinematic Universe. And what I think is cool is it's a Latin superhero that I believe we needed. You know, there was so much hype about Black Panther with Wakanda. There was so much hype about Miss Marvel, right? Yeah, and the Ten Rings. And, and the Ten Rings, yeah. right? And so I think this was great. I heard George Lopez was the star of the movie. I loved watching the George Lopez show when I was a kid. And I've heard it has might have rejuvenated his acting career. You might see George Lopez popping up all the time now because he's awesome in Blue Beetle. I thought it was really cool when I watched the trailer. Yeah. So we'll see. Rounding out the top five at the box office, though, this past weekend, TMNT, another $8.4 million, and then Strays, another cartoon so dog movie with that, I think it's like over. a CGI dog thing, but they're talking for the dogs. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's like, I think it might be the same people that came out with... Um, what was that? The, where they had the talking sausage sausage party? <laughs> I don't know. I, I think Zac Efron's in, in Strays. Yeah, I'm yeah. out. It did eight eight million. I'm out too. Yeah. You know what I like? An People. adopted dog. Oh, you know, okay. not Strays. <laughs> I adopted my dog. <laughs> you rescue. Yeah, I rescue. Yeah. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the New Sports Radio 910 The Fan now at 105.1 FM. Heroes don't kill. You're listening to Adam Epstein. Well, I do. I used to like The Rock. The best movie he was in in the last 12 years, The Other Guys in 2010, and he dies. His character dies. The Rock can't act anymore. Noon to 3, every day on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan. He's playing the exact same person in every movie. Correct. And it's fun when I was a kid. Now I'm 29, and I'm tired of The Rock. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. Hope you enjoyed that football festival recap. In case you missed it, our awesome event, AWOD's football festival at River City Roll, presented by South Park Carpet and Flooring Outlet, will be available as a podcast. I was on stage for 50 minutes, Zach. You know, we were preparing for just 30, and I said to myself, if it's going well... You're going to have to kick me off the stage. <laughs> and people were coming up with questions to yeah. side of stage. That, and- you know what? Big shout out to you for being there for me with the questions because I thought that was awesome. I stole that idea from our friends CK and Drab at 106.7 The Fan. When we did our The Fan Night, we had a line of people that wanted to ask questions. I was like, that's so great. When you're doing a live show, let's make it like radio. You could call in. Yeah. You know, so that made it awesome. And like I said, if you ca- in case you missed the event... You can now check out the recap gallery on our websites, thefanrichmond.com, thefanrichmond.com, and the podcast, the whole football season preview show with Gary Hess, the czar, the sports director, and the voice of high school football, Lane Casadante, college football talk, and then Ken Axendine joins me for some NFL hits. That's all on the podcast. It's 50 minutes and will be available later today. But like we mentioned, there was so much sports action going on over the weekend. We got to do another sports app. Here's the sports app 2.0. Here it is, everybody. Clearly, this is 
It's game day. Let's get started in the NFL. Washington will host the Baltimore Ravens on Monday Night Football, ESPN, 8 p.m. And I believe you're going to hear, you're going to see Sam Howell for the entire first half. And I predicted 17 points from the first string offense for the Commanders. I think we can end the Ravens' 24-game preseason win streak tonight, and it will signal change in culture here led by Eric Bieniemy. But the lead story in the NFL has to be Stephen A. Smith, who came out on his television show about an hour ago and said he believes Stephon Diggs wants out of Buffalo but just three Breaking weeks before the start the of the season? Radio, Let's take a listen to Stephen A. Smith. FM powered by Odyssey is brought to you by BetQL. I can't ignore. Because to me, elevating it just like that is letting the Buffalo Bills off the hook. Last time I checked, we looked at Josh Allen. And we said, yo, man. What's going on? You in AFC Championship game a few years ago. You and Patrick Mahomes was going at it. You were supposed to be the heir apparent and stuff like that. Stuff ain't worked out. You lose. Joe Burrow comes up there, goes to the Super Bowl next a couple of years ago. Last year at the AFC Championship game. And instead of thinking about Josh Allen, we thinking about Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow going up against one another, okay? So you got Stephon Diggs, this brother all-world receiver, but clearly wasn't happy. Walked out. Didn't want to talk to nobody. They came into training camp. They had some friction they had to get settled and all of this other stuff brother wants out by the way i'm just telling you what i know i got my own sources brother wants out he don't want to be in buffalo anymore you don't want to i'm telling you right now i have my sources stefan Diggs got to be there but he would prefer to be gone because he's lost a level of belief in the buffalo but that's right i said it's stephen a baby i'm not i'm telling you what i know okay you they, they can don't deny they can tell you what they i have my sources i'm telling you what i know all right but he's not going to force his way out he know he got to be there and they got to perform but he ain't feeling the Buffalo Bills the way that he once did because he feels there's a window of opportunity that they may have missed out on. Josh Allen's got to show them that's not true. I mean, is that really breaking news? After listening to it, it's just Stephen A. Smith trying to do an entertaining show. He says his sources have told him Stephen, uh, that Stephon Diggs doesn't want out of Buffalo, but he's not going to force his way out. He's just unhappy. Well, we all knew that when he didn't show up to training camp. Right? Over the Madden cover? Over the Madden cover? We knew that was baloney. Really? He was upset ever since he didn't get the ball at home in the snow when they lost to the Bengals. Wham. I'm going to say that's Stephen A. Smith with a nothing burger right there. <laughs> Stephon Diggs will play for the Bills this season. He will be awesome, and the Bills will win their division. Hmm. Now, if they don't make it to the AFC title game, yeah, you're right, Stephen A. He will probably force his way out next year, but right now... All Stephen A. Smith said is Josh Allen needs to prove that their window of opportunity is still open. Uh, he's still Josh Allen last time I checked. He's still one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. Things are going to be all right in Buffalo. Uh, really? Yeah. Because that division is stacked. Yeah, and it is. you don't is. need any bad mojo going into well, the season. I hate to uh, burst Dolphin Dave's bubble, but I still don't <laughs> think two is going to last 17 weeks this season. Yikes. Phone lines are open if you want to chime in. 833-804-0910. Let's move over to pro soccer here on the sports app so we had epl action this weekend zach of course my boys chelsea took a big l we lost 3-1 to west ham the hammers so lame saturday a couple big competitions you had liverpool fire out of the gates against bournemouth thanks to uh diaz and salah they win three to one 
Tottenham upsets Man U 2-0. And Manchester City, still the best team in the English Premier League. They defeat Newcastle 1-0. The Women's World Cup ended Sunday morning at 6 a.m. As Spain defeated England 1-0. You know, all the talk the year before was with the Euro Cup. England made it to the finals. Oh, we're going to bring it home. We're going to bring it home. Bring the trophy back to England where soccer began. It didn't happen for the men's side. The women's side didn't happen as well because in the 29th minute of play, Olga Carmona netted the match's sole goal, leading her team to a 1-0 victory. Here's the call. They've got numbers forward now. Late run from one of the box in front. Go! Spain leads! Carmona! And Spain would go on to win and hoist the trophy after defeating England 1 to nothing. That was the wrong goal. Yeah, that's all right, man. So we'll get to that in a second here. So Spain wins 1-0 after defeating England. But Olga Carmona, terrible, sad story. She found out right after the match ended that her father passed away. Uh, he was her, one of her biggest supporters. And uh, it's just so bittersweet. That's you know? terrible for it's her. It's so terrible. Ugh. Yeah, it's a sad way to um, you know, get told right after you walk off the field after winning the World Cup. And you have the game-winning goal. Your, your dad passed She's going to get so much love, though, when she goes oh. back to Spain. Oh, of course. Yeah, and she was terrific throughout the entire tournament. So you heard the goal there. <laughs> Lionel Messi and Messi Magic began in America just a month ago, right? He was supposed to play this season with PSG. He said, no, thank you. Then there was reports that he was going to Saudi Arabia. His wife said, no, thank you. He ends up in Miami with Inter-Miami and David Beckham. But the reason Inter-Miami's been so good is because they didn't just spend on Lionel Messi. They brought in his best friend from Barcelona and midfielder Sergio Busquets and his left back, Jordi Alba. And on a run they have been on. My goodness, Inter-Miami, last place in the MLS. But the MLS is on a break now for their Open Cup. Well, win after win after win. He has played in seven matches. He has now scored... 10 goals and it was Messi's lone goal surprised to no one came off the left foot of Lionel Messi that helped enter Miami secure the win in penalty kicks let's take a listen to Lionel Messi Taylor cutting it to his right trying to get it to Kramaski uh oh Lionel Messi around Zimmerman Messi so what's so cool about this highlight you need to watch it Zach he's walking on the field He's walking, standing, walking. It's like, does this guy even care? Then all of a sudden, he sprints, gets the ball, <laughs> jukes two guys, and scores the game-winning goal. He psyched him out. It's just so sick because that's been a complaint from a lot of Messi haters. Like, kind of, I'm a Ronaldo guy personally, but the Messi haters always say he kind of walks around the pitch. He was definitely walking until he got the ball. And then Messi mania, Messi magic, and enter Miami wins the Open Cup. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM. Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. Netflix is coming. Tune into AWOD Radio for DC Pro Sports and Entertainment.
because he has no clue what he's talking about with going for it on fourth downs or challenging plays or play calling. It's the most frustrating team in the world to root for. And every Sunday, I depress myself for three hours. Every day, 12 to 3 on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan. Welcome back. What's going on, Richmond? How are you doing today? I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. So we've got the Richmond Commander every day on AWOD Radio. At 1 p.m., we open up the phone lines, 833-804-0910. You can give me your keys to victory for the Commander's preseason game against the Ravens. We've got NFL hits at 115. I'll tell you why I'm all in on one New York starting quarterback. And that is at 115. And then Matthew Paris, who covers the Commanders for the Washington Times, he'll be at the game tonight. He'll join us at 130. But joining me right now on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline, a guy that I'm a huge fan of and I've learned a ton from in radio, it's Matt Valdez from the Junks. What's going on, Valdez? Hey, Adam. Thanks for having me. First, before we start, I want to say congratulations to you for this weekend and to 910, uh, the fan in Richmond, for putting on a, a great event. Uh, I'm proud of you and uh, looking forward to coming down to it next year. Oh, man. <laughs> I love to hear that, too. They just needed to see how it went the first right, time. Right, yeah. Valdez is all in <laughs> on next year. We'd love to hear that. So uh, Baltimore Ravens against the Commanders tonight, preseason game number two. What are you expecting from the starters for both teams? Is it going to be oh. a half? or maybe even to start coming out the third quarter? Um, I know for the Ravens' perspective, I know that they are very banged up uh, on offense and on defense. Um, I know they'll probably end up holding Lamar out. Um, I know Tyler Huntley uh, is, has been dinged up all, all week in practice, so I'm not sure he'll get much playing time. Um, if Lamar plays, I would say it's a, it's a, a series at most, but you expect a lot of Josh Johnson – uh, a lot of Anthony Brown, uh, J.K. Dobbins just got back to practice this week, so I think they're kind of easing him into the lineup. Bateman is kind of just off the pup list, so I don't expect him to play. I expect Zay Flowers to play, and on defense, cornerback, they are very beat up. Uh, I know Marlon Humphrey just had his foot surgery. Rocky Sin still has been out. Pepe Williams has a lingering injury. Uh, Armour Davis is hurt. To be honest with you, the, the secondary is so bad that I expect the commanders to really have their way uh, on offense with Hal, with Brissett, uh, uh in this second preseason game. I love to hear that, but I'm just worried about our offensive line. Washington will most likely be without their starting left tackle and right tackle. And, and you know, being a Ravens fan, you guys for the last 25, 30 years have been able to get after the quarterback with a strong D line. And so what do you think this matchup against our offensive line? Will Howell be running for his life the first half? I don't think he will be. You know, typically in the past, the Ravens have, have had a very athletic and a very aggressive defensive line. But this year, they're relying a lot on Adefi Owe, who is their first-round pick two years ago, who really hasn't blossomed into a pass rusher. And last year, they drafted Ajabo with their first pick in the second round. Uh, who's coming off of his torn Achilles before the draft. So they really haven't seen much out of those two pass rushers. 
uh, as much as so that they had to go out into free agency and acquire Jadavian Clowney off the street, uh, just because they haven't have had so much problem setting the edge. Um, if you're really worried about the interior of the line, um, take a look at Travis Jones, the defensive lineman out of Connecticut. It's his second year. He was one of those guys who was in the senior bowl who was really manhandling a lot of people on the defensive line in those practices. So if you're concerned about uh, your interior line, just kind of watch them anywhere Travis Jones matches up number 98 with the Ravens and see how he does against them. It's Matt Valdez, producer of the Sports Junkies, here with us on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline. How much do you puff out your chest about this preseason win streak now at 24 games, right? I mean, the outcome of tonight's meaningless game, is this something that actually matters to you? You know, when it was starting out in the teens, it was it was just like a nonchalant type thing where you just kind of shrugged it off. But it's just it's gotten so fluky and so so many so many more eyes are on it in terms of the national media and local media that it does make me kind of happy. I, I of all the people, I, I don't want them to lose the streak to the Commanders. I really don't. <laughs> I, I just. Just because, just because I, I, I saw all of the comments on the joint practice, you know, Commanders fans have their chest puffed out a little bit, and they're not going to tell you it means a lot to break the streak against the Ravens. But deep down, deep down, the fans in Richmond, they will take a little bit of pride at breaking the streak. I agree, and, and that's why I said, you know, it would, to me, signal like a culture change here if Eric you know, the enemy exactly in the offense right. could put up 24 points or something like that. You're, you know, you're exactly right, Adam. A lot of people, they just want to shrug off. Uh, preseason and there is some there's some shrugging off of preseason because it's not let's be honest it's not real football uh the, the starters aren't playing a lot but you know you just got off a joint practice where you, you didn't embarrass yourself some some would even say you even won the joint practice if there is such a thing as winners and losers in a joint practice but your team looked good your your team was disciplined the, the offense looked good. The defense looked good. You held your own against the organization that is considered in the upper echelon of organizations in the NFL. So why not try and carry that momentum into the, into the preseason game against that team that you supposedly beat up on during the joint practice? I think it's a huge step for a culture change to show these players, hey, we belong with some of the big boys in the NFL. Matt Valdez with us here on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline. You can hear him 6 to 10 right here on 910 The Fan being the fifth junkie. And he's also one of the co-hosts of Bit Season available on Odyssey, the app, iTunes, Spotify, and more. Bit Season comes out Thursdays. So, Valdez, we got to get to what I really had you on. And Zach can confirm uh-huh. this. I'm all in on the Ravens this season. And I got into okay. an argument with NFL insider at Odyssey, Ross Tucker. I know you know who he is. You've had him on the show. Yep. He was clowning the Ravens. I'm not sure Ross Tucker has ever heard of Zay Flowers. He was predicting you guys to finish last in the division, and I wasn't having it. Well, it is a very tough division, but Ross is off his rocker. He's been drinking too much of the Eagles' Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah, I, man. Think all he sees is, I think all he sees is Kelly Green. You know what? You have one year of success as an Eagles fan, and then all of a sudden it goes to your head. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're keeping the receipts. Yeah, we are. And I just here the other part of this is I'm tired of the hate for Lamar Jackson. You know, there was this whole back and forth about where the Ravens going to trade him, and I just the whole time I was saying there's no way they're going to let a dynamic quarterback like that go. And so they got the contract worked out. I think he's going to play and be healthy all 17 games, and I have the Ravens representing the AFC. 
Well, I appreciate your confidence, but that was all of that was basically everything that you could want uh, is Lamar Jackson's availability. Look, I get it. He was hurt the last two seasons, and your best ability is availability. But he's under a new offense with Todd Munkin. He's going to have a lot more control at the line of scrimmage. Um, he, he has the ability to change plays. Uh, I believe the running the running backs are going to be much more involved in the passing game. I think there's a lot of excitement for Lamar and for the offense in Baltimore. It's just if the defense can stay healthy and, and, and stay, stay piecemeal together. It, it's been a while but in Baltimore where you can say the offense is ahead of the defense, but I think this year it will be a very explosive and it will be the defense trying to keep up. I'm wondering how excited is Matt Valdez to see Odell Beckham Jr. in a Ravens jersey this season? If he catches double-digit touchdowns, could, you, could we see you with a blonde streak in your hair? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If he catches 10 or more touchdowns, I will dye my hair purple. Just an hour <laughs> and by the way, can you think of a better can you think of a better receiver for the Baltimore area than Odell Beckham? <laughs> <laughs> it's a great point, man. It's a great point. I'm excited for Odell. Uh, so let's get to your coach, Harbaugh. You know, is he possibly – now, I'm all in on the Ravens this season, but if this is another disappointing season where you deal with injuries and maybe Lamar misses some games, is Harbaugh possibly on a hot seat? Uh, I know that there's a lot of disgruntled fans, I guess you could say, with kind of the complacency. But, look, you can't, you can't part ways with the coach after 14 years unless it's become a disaster season. You know what I mean? Yeah. So unless, unless the team is winning – four, five games, and then it's just obvious the players have checked out on the coach, then I could see possibly making a move. But if this team wins seven, eight, nine games, and that's considered mediocre for a Ravens franchise, they're still running back next year, maybe make some minor adjustments, um, maybe bring in some pass game coordinator, uh, something along those lines. But Harbaugh's here to stay unless it's a disastrous season. Great stuff, Valdez. He's a player's coach. The players love him. Yeah, no, so I, 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 I agree. I, Great stuff, Valdez. Appreciate you joining the show, and we're looking forward to seeing you at the 2024 Football Festival. I can't wait. I'll be down there with Drab. Maybe someone can watch his kids for him. Yeah, I know, right? They were a bit of a, bit of a disaster. He's lucky they're cute. <laughs> yeah. All right, thanks, Adam. Yep, thanks so much. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM. So you heard the commander's perspective from Nathan. You heard the Ravens' perspective from Valdez. Well, now let's hear from the everyday fan. 833-804-0910. 833-804-0910. The Richmond Commander coming up next. Ready to join the AWOD Army? Tune in to the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM every day from noon to 3 on AWOD Radio. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. I did want to give a big shout-out to Leslie Ann, L.A., here at Odyssey. She did an awesome job taping, taking pictures at Football Festival that was this Saturday at River City Roll. And she's posted a gallery now with all the pictures of everyone on stage, the Randolph-Macon 
costume. That was probably the best part. When uh, I want to give a special shout out to Randolph Macon. You had a mascot. Right we had around. a mascot there. I mean, they were the first ones there as well. They had so much swag. Um, I mean, big shout out to the Richmond Hokey Club also. Dave Rigger, JMU. But Randolph Macon blew me away. Do you think they won? Do you think they won that game? Yes. They won that game. Yeah. Yeah. They won that game. Um, so, of course, if you go to our website right now, thefanrichmond.com, you will find the recap and gallery of Football Fest. And like we mentioned earlier, we'll have a full podcast of our season preview show posted later today. But it is game day here on AWOD Radio. Zach, get me fired up. Let me hear that theme song. Oh, yeah. And it's the biggest game of the preseason. A rivalry game in my household is it's my mom's from one. Baltimore. <laughs> All right, so I said at Football Fest, I'm not a fan of the Ravens, and I want to win and end their 24-game preseason win streak. And also, it's the most important game because we'll get to see the most of Sam Howell. Sam Howell and the starting unit offensively and defensively should play the entire first half. Well, joining us right now on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline, live from FedEx Field, ahead of the First home game of the Josh Harris era. It's our buddy Tailgate Ted. What's going on, Ted? What's going on, Adam? How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Set the scene for me right now. What's going on at FedEx? So you got a handful of cars sitting out here Ooh. waiting, and you've got some police officers and staff staring at us like we're crazy because <laughs> we've been here for about two and a half hours, and this lot doesn't open until 4 o'clock. So <laughs> fans are excited. I love that. So on a normal Monday night football game, what time do you usually show up? Usually on a Monday night regular season, I'll be here at about noon. I, I can't sleep the night before a game, and <laughs> primetime games are horrible. So I'd rather just be out here with all my other Burgundy and Gold brothers and sisters. I love to hear that. So what have you got planned for tonight's tailgate? So preseason, we don't really go all out. It's kind of a chance for me to relax mm -hmm. and just hang out. So it's more on the uh, liquid variety of ah. menu items versus actual food. But I've got three coolers that are full, and uh, <laughs> best believe they will not be by the time we leave this afternoon. I love to hear season. that. It's Tailgate Ted with us here on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline. Follow him on social media, just like his name, Tailgate Ted. He's a tailgate chef, a local TV chef. You can check him out on Fox 5. He's also the co-host of the DMV Mess Hall podcast. Um, so what are you expecting, Ted? Are, are, are we going to see, like, 50% Commanders fans, 60%, 75%? How much burgundy and gold in FedEx Field tonight? Considering what I'm looking at right now, I mean, there are trucks full of Commanders fans out here. There's a ton of us. And Baltimore's not playing their starters. I don't think their fans want to be here when that streak gets broken tonight. <laughs> so I think it's going to be probably 70% Commanders fans out here. Man, I, I just love to hear that. And, uh, Ted, I know you were, you've been to training camp as well. There's, there's just this buzz that it, it's hard to even put into words except for just saying, ding dong, the witch is dead. Which old witch? That bitch, Dan Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> it, it feels so different than last year preseason games before people wouldn't get here till well after the lots open yeah we have lines of people out here now i mean it's just everything is different the staff everybody is smiling before we just were here because we felt like we had to be because we bought the tickets now we're here because we actually want to be here and we're just so excited to be back in the stadium and yes it's still 
an ugly eyesore, but it's ours, yeah. and it's going to get better. And we're just so happy to be a part of this new era. That's, that's a great point there, and that's what I've been telling my friends is it finally feels like we have our team back. You know, I haven't had this team my entire life, basically, because I was born in 92, and it was after the third Super Bowl, and then Dan Snyder took over in 99, and it's just tortured us. So it finally feels like we have our team back. Now, as far as what you want to see on the field, Ted, I mentioned I want to see Sam Howell connect on one deep pass. That was so impressive in that Cowboys game last year was the deep ball accuracy, so I need to see that tonight. So for me, I want to see this quick game because they weren't okay. really able to run it against the Browns when the first team offense was out there. There were a lot of slow developing plays. I'd like to see them try and execute that versus, even if it's not the Ravens starters, just in general execute it because they need reps. And I want to see Casimir Allen steal Dax Milne's roster spot. Yeah, that's a great that point. That guy should not be on the roster. And I want to see what that young man can do, returning kicks and punts and just give it a chance. Good point, Ted. You're right, because Washington, I've been saying, we need to win in all three phases if we're going to be successful this season. That's offense, defense, and special teams. And punt and kick return just have not been good enough recently. There was a kicking issue last year. Hopefully, hopefully Joey Sly you know, ha has uh, a stranglehold on that job in the kicking position this year. But you're right, Casimir Allen shined in preseason game number one. Dax Mills, is ju he's just not good enough to be your starting punt returner now defensively we know we're not going to see chase young all right so who do you want to see flash defensively ted i need to see the linebacker group i need to make sure that it's not just cody barton and a bunch of guys that have numbers in the 50s and 40s out there what's going to happen if Jamin goes to his court date and we lose him for a couple of weeks who can step up i need to see if Kalik hudson can really do something because everyone raved about such a good camp he had, but really those are practice reps. Let's see it when it's live. So, Ted, Josh Harris said in his introductory press conference, we need to make FedEx Field feel like home and that you can be proud inviting your friends and family to visit your home. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that you're going to see price changes. You know, have you, have you seen anything about parking being cheaper? Are we hoping that the beer and the food will be cheaper inside FedEx Field? I haven't seen anything in regards to that. I am looking forward to checking those prices out yeah. once I get inside and the gates open. I think that's going to be a little tough this year because they just took over, and a lot of these things have already been negotiated with current vendors. Yeah. But the fact that we have a beer sponsor now, that Bud Light is back, I mean, you would think that they'd be able to do something with – maybe making beers cheaper or having a happy hour like the Nats do before first pitch out there in the Bud Light Pavilion, which they changed to be Legends Plaza because Bud Light pulled out. Yeah, so and, yeah maybe and we want something to let, like that will happen. Yeah, and we want to let all our listeners know, in case you weren't aware of it, last year Washington was 32nd in attendance but was number one for most expensive beer. That has to change in the Josh <laughs> Harris era. It's Tailgate Ted with us here on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline. Hey, Ted, I've had some conversations behind the scenes here at Odyssey. I want to team up with you this season. I'm hoping to bring, like, a bus full of Commanders fans from Richmond. Um, so give us a little preview for your tailgate week one against the Cardinals. So if you do that, let me know. I'll make sure I set aside a VIP tent for AWOD's Army. That's not a problem. <laughs> 
Love that, man. In honor of Sam Howe being QB1, we're doing an all-chicken menu for week (laughs) one. So everything chicken you can think of, we will be serving week one. I love that. Zach, he's never had beef. Sam Howe, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's never had beef. Oh, that's right. Or fish or anything. That's weird. Yeah, it is weird, but you it's know what? Not, it's not Justin Fields. He's my QB1, but... baby. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eat chicken tonight. <laughs> How about tailgate Ted? Just an expert level tailgate guy. Yeah, I know. That's why we love having him on the show. Hey, Ted, anything you wanted to promote? I know you're doing DMV Mess all the podcast. No, really, just just the podcast. I appreciate having me on. I mean, if fans are thinking about coming back out here, you can find our website, hailbbq.com. We don't charge for the tailgate. We collect money and items for different charities around D.C. We raised, it was maybe uh, $5,000 last year for Heroes, Inc., a couple different charities and nonprofits around town. We collect winter coats and jackets for the homeless around town. So as long as you're wearing burgundy and gold and no silver or blue, you're welcome to hang out with us. <laughs> Grab a hot dog or a chicken dog, and we'll have a good time. <laughs> I love that. Ted, thanks so much for joining the show, man. I appreciate it. All right, guys. You take care. Yep. Have fun tonight, and go Commanders. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. It's the final segment coming up next.